it's the id84 show live here episode 195 as always adam the mount to the left of me and uh we have a special guest tonight all the way from london or i don't know if it's london per se but i know it's england or great britain or the uk or wherever they say y'all out there we have lar x and joining us musician lar x and that will be at I uh, already 15 ish. So stick around for that. That should be interesting. Yeah. Um, I hope he has a British accent. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty Imagine cool. if he doesn't. That'd be really odd. Yeah, that'd be weird. Well, he could be like that guy we had on who um God, his name's escaping me. Um they all do. Mr. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Kowalski, the guy yes. from Costa Rica, but he was in France when he was doing the interview and all that good yeah. stuff, you know. I think we botched uh, Eric's daughter's name last week too. You said one thing, and then after the after we did the broadcast, I was like, I think it's actually Tracy. Tracy, yeah, that's what I said. Tracy. Did you say Tracy? I don't think yeah. you did. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's Tracy and Kayla. Those are his two daughters. Okay. Yeah. The other girl though, I didn't know her name. I forgot her name. I might have botched her name. Mm. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's uh, last week we had uh, former co-host Eric Powers' daughter on who is way more funny than former co-host Eric Post. So she seems was, like a little t- rough around the edges. Like she can yeah. you know, kick someone's but ass. Kick your ass. Like, yeah. Yeah. I get that impression. The Midwest attitude. Yeah. She seems like she doesn't take much humor. I don't. Her, she, she seems like one of those comedians that like can't take a shot. Like she could probably dish it really funny, but if you threw it back at her, she'd probably take it too seriously. She just comes off that way to me. I don't know. I could be wrong. Oh, like her father. <laughs> That's kind of what I was alluding to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can see that. Yeah. Very much so. No hiding that one. Yeah. I think you got angry at me today because um I was I was on a ver I was on a roll this morning. It's all our old stuff from the beginning. It started at my commute, and uh there was a guy on the Tobin Bridge, which is US one, which is a highway. Um, which is a bridge that was designed to actually be I-95 on the original plan. So it is not a pedestrian-friendly structure, if you will. Yeah. And there's a there's three lanes on the top and three lanes on the bottom. And on the right-hand side on that one is a bus-only lane. Um, That's the stupidest thing ever because it really, it, it, I guess, is to get people into the city fast. Enough. That makes no sense at all. Mm-hmm. But people always drive their cars in it anyways. It doesn't really matter. But... I'm about halfway over the bridge, and there is a Brazilian-looking dude on one of those electric scooters, like the ones, like the raise. No, no, what the hell are they called? You know what I'm talking about. Like every city has them, and they you you pay like the little thing, and you go and you can use them for hours. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I figured you could buy them too. I mean, they're like 400 bucks. They fold up and stuff like this, but they're basically a battery-powered scooter that, yeah. at top speed, probably goes maybe 15 miles per hour tops yeah now we're talking about a bridge that goes roughly a couple hundred feet up in the air so if this guy started at sea level he would have to go up the incline about a couple hundred feet so you know you're not going 15 miles per hour you're at max you're really putting around yeah i almost lost i I couldn't believe my eyes when i seen this i was driving i go is this really a guy on a scooter yeah, nothing I, shocks me anymore. You had the video, which is hilarious. Well, yeah, because I seen him so far ahead and I go, that can't be right. And I always keep my phone on my dash and like the way it's set up, I could just hit record if I needed to for any reason. So I did that. and I was like, um, let me see. I got to document this because I'm not going to no one's going to believe me. And there, sure enough, there he was. And I looked at him and he looked at me and I kind of turned my head 
<laughs> and that's when I was like, a guy on the scooter. A scooter? And like, yeah, everyone's making fun of my voice, my accent. They said I said scooter. scooter. But it was funny because it's like literally maybe a quarter of a mile that he really had to travel. Hmm. But still, it's fucking ridiculous. So that started my day. So I told that joke. And then um, obviously, Mr. Uh, Ron, uh, Ron McDonald. Yeah, Ronald McDonald. McDonald's guy died. Noel McDonald, comedian, died uh, yeah. yesterday from, uh, I guess, nine years of fighting cancer. No one knew about except for his like family, I guess. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was sad. So Eric Danger. So I send, I guess, apparently Noel was supposed to be performing at uh, either Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun sometime in October. So I made a little funny and said, hey, Eric, look, there might be an opening on October 9th, meaning that Ron McDonald, Ron McDonald, no McDonald is not going to perform, was supposed to perform. And he goes, hilarious. Well, it just so happened that there's a comedian whose last name is hilarious, which I don't know if that's really her last name, is performing the next week. And I go, no, no, hilarious is still on schedule to perform. I go, I'm talking about Noam. And then he goes online and he posts something about, um, uh oh he's he misspelled comedy central which i just yes. love and because yeah. i typically am a terrible speller and i am no person to be ripping on people for their shitty spelling ability but i know that he is goes out of his way to do stuff like that so i just made i made a funny and i go i didn't know comfy central really exists <laughs> And then I think he he fixed what his type was. Yeah, you were. Like, yeah, you were telling me. my comments. So, <laughs> what an ass! You should have left it. What the <laughs> I mean, so yeah, um, I, I've been following this story right now, and it's just it's weird when things like this happen. It, I kind of always follow. What? Gabby Pacito? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was going to talk did, about it. I was going to talk about that too. How did you fucking know I was looking at that? <laughs> I went to high school. For- no, you didn't. Yeah, we actually had an intimate moment back yeah, in yeah. 2006. Cute girl, but she's only 22. So, uh, and, it- and how old was she then, Artie? <laughs> <laughs> just backed yourself into a corner there. <laughs> I was uh, breaking the law. She, had to be, uh, she was 22 now. 2006 would have been, uh, God, 16 years ago. Yeah. So, um, so ooh, God, four? Oh, you gross oh, mother. Five, six? <laughs> So yes, I made that up. Um, <laughs> well, she's a I think she's a, a wannabe YouTuber because I, I checked out her Instagram. I mean, I wouldn't say wannabe. She has a joint account with her boy. I'm watching her uh, YouTube video right now. Yeah, I think what basically she wanted to do is like those traveling guys that I follow. Yeah, she's it's- gone missing. Uh, the boyfriend. I'm. It sounds to me like they got into an argument and he just fucking got up and left and left her there in the middle of the fucking wilderness and no one has seen her since. That's what it kind of sounds yeah. like on the surface. I don't know if maybe. There was violence. He killed her and then he left. But it just it has the hint of that. He they got into a fight and he fucking left her there in the middle of the goddamn woods. And I don't care how much you might. We've all thought about leaving significant others in places and arguments. But doing something like that is fucking mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah. And he's like obstructed the police, like not wanting to tell them anything. He's not obstructing the police. Technically, he did get a lawyer. He does. He's protecting his Fifth Amendment right of. Uh, yeah, but he wouldn't happen. tell the police his last the, the last place that he saw her or what was that he wouldn't say anything uh, like his lawyer probably doesn't want him to incriminate himself in any way, because if if he gives a little bit of information, that's enough for a prosecutor to be able to manipulate something to be able to. I, he's smart not talking. So if he, yeah, but does that mean we should assume she's dead then? Because if she's alive and he's withholding that now, that's yeah. pretty fucking bad. I feel like if she here's the thing. I feel like if it was a factual, hundred percent that if she was alive, I feel like he just would have been like, yeah, she's alive. I texted her. Here she is. We'll talk to her. 
But I don't think she's alive. I don't think either. I don't even think she's alive or the fact that no one knows for sure if she's alive. So I think what happened was because there was so apparently I don't know how much you read into it, but there was a there was something there was something was going on that the police had to show up like a couple of days prior to a domestic possible issue. Someone else reported it. Right. But there wasn't enough evidence to prove it. I mean, that could have just been an argument for that. It could have been. Yeah. And it was weird because it was her her van that he ended up taking. It wasn't his van. It was her van. I guess it was all in her name. She, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so if they did get into an argument or domestic, it'd be weird that he would take her vehicle. I think if it was that case, I think I would have just, I would have just left and walked him off. Um, I think they were either having some rough kind of wild, like weird sex or something like that. And she died or they got into a domestic and something happened accidentally where yeah, that's fell uh, off. Maybe they were having an argument and she like backed off too far and like she fell off a cliff or something like that. Yeah. Because if it was something like they went for a hike or it was something like they went for something or they slept and she woke up. I, I think he, I think most people would be like, holy shit. And if he wanted to break up with her, that's a perfect getaway. I mean, yeah, we were just going for a hike and all of a sudden she died. But like the fact that there is suspicion because I feel so weird. Like it's, I it's feel weird. Like, I mean, it's it's odd that you think maybe I mean, maybe he just wanted to murder. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they got in a fight. Maybe they used to maybe they fight all the time. And this time he hit her too hot or something. And there, there's uh, definitely some kind of I think we can both at least agree that some type of argument ensued yeah. that, that relayed that caused something else, whether it's him just saying fuck this and leaving and then leaving yeah. her fucking stranded there. And it, it does sound to me like an impulse thing. Like if you don't just take someone's vehicle and then just go home and not expect people to ask questions. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. so it seems like he was in an impulse for whatever reason left. And then it's like, maybe he got he was, shit. I can't believe I just fucking did that. Well, I did that. Now I have mm. to commit to that. You know? I mean, that's a big commitment though. Not turning around and going back. I guess that's we don't know that. Though, right. Yeah. It's still fucked up though. Unless you knew she was dead. But then again, why wouldn't your first stop be to the police station? It'd be like this happened. Yeah. So that way you can at least look more innocent instead of just not saying anything. Maybe you know? she's trying to kill him. I don't know. Maybe self-defense. Cute girl, though. Really cute girl. Yeah, I mean, she has fucking I mean, She's probably crazy. Mm-hmm. We all could do the math right there, right? Yeah, probably. The guys seem a little weird, too. I don't know. I, I it, There's something fishy about it. That the fact yeah, of the is. matter is that he didn't. If it was something as accidental or I mean, or it could have been accidental, maybe just panicked. I mean, that could happen, too, you know, but he made it all the way back to Florida. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's I don't know. weird, though, because uh, like I said, like this video was posted like not that long, you know, within a month yeah. of, you know, her disappear. It's just weird watching moments like these. Like you see these people and not think they're going to be gone off the earth within like a short amount of time. It's just bizarre to me. Well, how about me when I do the videos for the Wicked Explorers? We have videos. We have, we have videos backed up to January. I could die tomorrow and you'd see me every week. Brand new video. <laughs> yeah, but that's also kind of funny, too, because we could be talking about like opening day for the Patriots when that happened, like, you know, yeah. like two months ago. And I'm dead. You know, yeah. it happened. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. I don't know if you have you been following the, the uh, lawyer in South Carolina, that story. Uh, no, what's that one? So there's this lawyer who was he was from this like family law firm, I think, like, you know, really well off guy. And um, his son was in a drunk driving boat accident and killed a girl. So his son was fa- going to be facing charges for DUIs. And then like 
a couple of weeks later, he shows up home and his wife and that son is shot, killed in the backyard of their house. And then a couple of weeks ago, he was changing a tire and someone came by and tried to shoot him in the head. And they they missed. They just they injured him and he was all right. And then comes out yesterday that he actually paid for the person to try to kill him. It was an ex-client of his to take him out so he could leave money for his other son for his life insurance. But he prior to this, he got fired about a week ago from his family law firm for embezzling money. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of every. So the cops are so like confused. It's out of South Carolina. If you type in predominant South Carolina lawyer, uh fakes his own, tries to get himself death or son kills someone in a boat accident. It's a Murdoff, Murdive, something like that is the last name. But so no one. So people don't know if the, the son and wife were murdered by a revenge. Hmm. Um, they were a little odd why the husband would try to get himself killed. He hired a hitman to kill him. That was an ex-client. And I'm going to look this up. That's interesting. Hmm. There's so many weird pieces to the story that no one can figure out. And like the girl that died, it was like, it would be weird if it was a revenge thing because there's, there's no links to, there's no suspects thinking that that's a, I have a feeling he was just a shitty person hmm. and he burned a lot of fucking bridges and someone was out to, they wanted to, shoot, you know, they wanted to give a message. So they killed the wife and the kid or they didn't even thinking he maybe killed the wife and the kid. Yeah. He was the one that discovered him. More often than not, it's usually the boyfriend or husband or somebody. Yeah, always, someone that's usually close. You know. It's usually not a random act of violence. Yeah, when it comes to it. But you know, just like Michael Jordan's father, you telling me that was a random robbery at a rest area that was an, uh, ten minutes from their house. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like they were in the city with a million people. It was yeah. more of like a rural area where that happened. Right? It was a rest area off ninety five that I've driven by a thousand times, and, and I think it's in uh, Cumberton. North Carolina, and it's it, at night. There's no one there. There's no reason yeah. to pull over. Allegedly, he pulled over to take a nap, but there would not be anyone really there to rob someone. And if they did, they wouldn't know it was Michael Jackson's. Yeah, Michael Jackson, Michael <laughs> Jordan's father, unless they were following him. And, but I, I think everyone pretty much can sum that up. That was maybe a revenge kill for Michael Jordan not liking to pay his bookies. Who knows? Even when he lost. Yeah. Which is I a know. fucked up thing because if you have all that money in your bed, don't you just pay your bookies off? Well, who knows? I don't know about I, I don't know much about his dad. Did his dad have his own problems with drugs or gambling, too? I, I don't know. I had a little bit of a gambling problem as well, too. It so could be that also. Yeah. yeah. And that was the whole when he was that, 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 that led to the whole Michael Jordan retiring from basketball. So he doesn't because yeah. he wanted to play baseball. I, I, I got a good one for you. So I guess in California, this piece of shit, you might have heard me bitching about this the other day. This college <laughs> professor in California was setting wildfires in the California. And we know how the fires in California are always a problem. And this guy was fucking setting them. That's and nice. It, nice. Yeah, a fucking professor, right? Yeah. And he only got caught because his own car, he was trying to get his car out of the woods because it got caught in some of the flames that he set. Fucking retired. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people? Is, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure he was. A, and what was his reasoning for the, for the fucking fire set? No, there's no set of comments. Uh, it's just that based on the, I guess like he, uh, his car was seen in the area and like they were able to get the plate. They didn't catch him right there and there. He was just kind of like a suspect and they traced it back with the tires yeah. and all that shit. Trying to blame it on Trump. He's like, Trump's setting the fires, so I'm going to do the fires myself. Yeah. California people. I'm sorry. So California just had that recall election. 
Um, but he was trying to trap firefighters. That's what he was trying oh, to do. Fucking asshole. So yeah. he's a murderer, essentially. He's a second degree murderer. Yeah. I mean, you can even say that's first degree because they had some content there. He wanted to kill and trap firefighters. He think? said he went on a spree of setting fires in July and August and who sought to trap fire crews with his fires. That's, that's fucked. fucked. That's fucked. That's as bad as people calling 911 and saying there's a fire in the house and the firefighters show up and they shoot them. Like that happens occasionally. Yeah. Well, there is like a sickness, they say, where like people, like even firefighters, like they will set fires purposely to then yeah. go like put them out. Like oh, yeah. it's almost it's a hero syndrome. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like this weird psychological sickness. You know? This seems like it's more of like a homicidal thing right here. Like he wants yeah. to like kill people and hurt people. Yeah, it sucks. And that's because California doesn't have mental institutions because they've let all the mental peace and people out in the street. Call it what you want to call it, but a mental institution is a place where people who are cuckoo can go there and get the help they need and not be homeless on the streets roaming around. Like I told you that time that me and Eric walked back from the friggin' Red Sox game and I was on friggin' uh, a Boylston Street and some crazy, crazy black guy jumped out and he was just waving his arms in his hand. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. And I literally jumped into traffic to get away from this guy on a street on. It was on um, Tremont Street on a, on a street that I'd walked a million times without any incidents my entire life growing up in the city. And that one night there was no one there and I was actually scared. So I blame you. Yeah. But this person, this particular person has an in, a mental illness. Here's the thing. If you're you call it what it is, but if you're homeless, I believe that you have some kind of mental illness because there is no reason one has to be homeless. There is so many. You could go on welfare. You could get help. Or drug addiction. That's or a drug addiction. But even yeah. if you have a drug addiction, addiction, you could still have shelter. Right. You still get you get the state could still put you up. I would like to think. You know, you would think there's still to be able to have to live in a box on a side of a road or a makeshift tent is I think it's not so much. I think it's more of a choice than anything else, because you could just go. I mean, you go to shelter, but there's, there's something you can do as a as a, as, you know, a sane person. I would hope. Yeah. But if you if you can't figure that out, then there's something cuckoo in you. You know what I mean? You need help. You need someone to help and bring you in the right direction. So you don't have to do it. Yeah. I mean, and it could be a drug-induced kind of craziness, right? You do enough drugs, you go a little crazy, right? A lot of these people, you would assume that, you know, especially on Methadone Mile in Boston or Skid Row in L.A., right? Yeah, they all have. They're all getting bigger, too, because of the dispersive wealth. It's ridiculous. And, uh, it's and Austin has the same problem, too. And it's the thing. It's like, well, you, you it's, it sucks to kick, kick homeless people. I know of a poor guy sleeping on a bench or something, or he's in an alleyway or something like that. He's minding his own business. Yeah, it's it's kind of it sucks to kind of like, hey, you got to get out of here type of thing. But like, it yeah. shouldn't be that way. It should be, hey, get out of here. But here's your option. Come down to the shelter. We'll put you up for the night, you know. But it's not so much that it's like you got to get you, you can only what lead the horse to the water, but you can't teach him how to drink. So you got to like you can bring him somewhere to be protected or whatever, or have a horse or whatever. Yeah. But you can't like, I don't know, like we have homeless people stand at the hotel at the bar I work at. And some some shelter is paying the tab. Right. Mm. But yeah, but it's like, but it doesn't seem like they have any initiative to not be in that situation. Right. It's like, yeah, it's true. It, it, I don't know. I, I would be curious to live like one of the mole people in the New York City underground subways, oh, like those old tracks. Just for a day. God, they hit by trains. Like, I, I think it's, I read a statistic that one or two die a day from getting hit by a train or something like that. It's crazy. 
Yeah. But there's I mean, so the, many of them. They must be. They say there's like possibly like underground cities because of all these old yes. railway stations. Abandoned just, tunnels. Every probably every street in New York City has an abandoned tunnel on the that they they don't crazy. use. Anymore. Yeah. And yeah, there's people living on the that. And it's dark. It's dreary. There's rats. There's rodents. There's there's crime. There's this disgusting. I mean, I can imagine how many died when the floods happened a couple of weeks ago when uh when uh, Hurricane uh, Ida hit and flooded all the subways, right? Oh shit! Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But I I, I, I I really have to reach deep and just figure out how bad of a fuck. I mean, I I we all fucked up, but like, how bad do you really have to fuck up to be living on the street? Like, you that means you burnt every bridge, right? You couldn't find one friend or one family member to take you in. That's sad man. You no, know, it is yeah. sad. It's really sad. Just think about you. Like, what would it take for you to be homeless? Right? You would have to go through. You'd go through your parents, right? Once you go through that, you go through your brother. Then you go through friends, right? Then you go through, you know, acquaintances. You could or you would have to go really, really deep down the line of fucking people over before you had to. The last situation was to sleep on a bench, right? Yeah, you're you're like number five for me. <laughs> <laughs> you're like number four or five. I, I feel like the uh, the Damati household is uh, number five on a lot of people's list. I think I think of, we've we've had a transit. You're, you're actually one of the only friends who hasn't lived with uh, Sue and I. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm due. Uh, don't say that. Oh, fuck. Fucking what? It never happens. We've been to spare bedroom before, you know, we've, we've had Joey. We've had Eric, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, but at least you had at least there's a place. You know, you can like at least last case scenario, right? Your office couch. Your office no. couch. I mean, we can sleep in our office. I mean, if you really, if you, I mean, there's no reason you couldn't sleep in our office, right? It's true. There's just no shower, but that's okay. There's, there's still a, a toilet and uh, there's a fridge. Oh, you and... get a, you go to Planet Fitness, right? You pay five yeah, dollars yeah, a month. Yeah. You go down the street every day. You know, you sleep on the couch. You wake up, go to Planet Fitness. You take a shower. You do what you got to do, and you leave. You come back to the office, and you know, you kill time all day. I mean. How many times have we and you showed up to the office at two, three in the morning, like after a night of drinking or going somewhere and we just hung out there for a little while and left? You know, what I mean? so yeah, it's, it's like, happened a couple of times. It probably happened a couple more, too. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's always a possibility to uh, do something of that nature. I mean, who knows? But like, yeah. So like, but that uh, that would imply that you still have a job, though. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Well, I, I'd still have the key. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come in, like, it's weird. Like every night I, I'm the first. I'm usually the first one in the office. I'll come in. I'm like. Huh, that vase is oddly out of place. It seems like someone was here last night. Huh, I wonder. I don't think much of it. Hmm, I do that now. Like, why are we on this radio station? <laughs> well, I did tell you about the time when I was working for the last company and I was doing a site visit and I got there really, really early in the morning. And um, let's see here. The fuck is over here. Looks like our, a buddy is in the waiting room. So we'll bring him in a few minutes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I uh, was at a construction site and I um, got there wicked early and I opened the front door through the code and I could hear someone run out the back door. And then I got into the building and I looked and the back door was open. And so someone was sleeping there that night. So, I mean, just yeah. think about all the jobs that I do. They, they give me the, the passcode. To go and yeah. do like, the surveys, like when no one's there, I could just bring a bit. You could bring bitches back there to bang them. You could, could. rugs there. You could have a potty there. Like, I mean, as long as you're in and out, no one knew. No one really knows, you know. That's but, very true, my friend. You know, possibilities limitless. All right, let's see. So, Law X is in the waiting room. Let's bring him in right let's here. Bring him in. Bring him in all the way from Europe. It's a second European guest. See, we connected. King Law sounds like a law firm. King Law. 
King of Love. Yo. What's hey, up? Hey, what's going on, man? In the house. How you doing, brother? Thanks for having me. How y'all doing? Good, good. And where are you joining us from? Uh, you're in England? I'm in the UK. I'm in South London right now. So right now it's 1.30 in the morning. So that's why, that's why I'm late. You know what I mean? It's all right. It's all good. You know what I mean? I'm on demon time right now, but but I'm here. Oh, sweet! Oh, yeah, you got a fan club. Is it possible? I know what's going on back there. <laughs> I want to say hello. Say hello. What's going on? What up, guys? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm on my very own demon time too. So, oh my god! Howdy! Howdy! Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> One, in the, one o'clock in the morning type of vibe, you know what I'm saying? It's eight o'clock over there, huh? So y'all, y'all not on demon time just yet, huh? That's, uh, you know, it's funny. I, when I was over in uh, Europe, the best thing was, like, it could be, like, two o'clock, one o'clock in the morning, and it's, like, regular, it's, like, seven, eight o'clock over here. So you could watch, like, the NBA and, like, stuff like that that are late, and, like, after you get home from, like, the club and the bar and stuff like that, and you're ready to go, you know? So you can just hang out and call it a night. Indeed, indeed, for sure. Keep so... the party going. So, so you were uh, born in London, but you were raised in Virginia, and then went yeah. back to London. Is that uh? What well, was that? It, wasn't, it wasn't that easy. It wasn't, it wasn't that quick, you know what I mean? But yeah, I was I was raised in Portsmouth, Virginia. Then I went to Atlanta for a little while, and then I went back to Virginia. Then I came to California, and then I came to London. You know I mean? So yeah, just moving around a little bit. I was gonna say you don't have like a London accent. You don't have like that a British twang to you, you know. <laughs> not yet, not yet. I'm trying to work on that though, so I can get up in uh, one of these British TV shows or something. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want that too much though, because then you might start to sound like pretentious, you know, like yeah. one of those like snooty Brits. <laughs> <laughs> when I just go, you can turn it on and off. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, at least it's better than the Boston accent. No one can understand what you're saying. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, I, how's everything down over in London? Are you guys still locked down over there? Or is everything pretty much open, ready, and free flowing? I mean, it's pretty much free, free flowing right now. But London is a real crowded place, so it's probably going to shut back down again with all these variants. They got the variants coming out like mixtapes out here. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it'll probably shut back down, especially for the winter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It sucks. It's because it's like you just when you get like a sign of like hope that everything's going to be all right. All of a sudden it's like, yeah, we're going to shake you guys down again. That's where you get to come to the state. Go down south. Florida, Texas, South Carolina. They're all open for business. They, they, don't, get, they don't care, huh? They don't care. <laughs> nope. How, no often do you, how often do you come back to the U.S.? Uh, really not, not often enough, really. I, sh- I just come back whenever I have an opportunity. If I'm out there, you know what I mean, for business or something, then I'll come out there. But other than that, I just kind of stay put and just do what I'm doing out here. Yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> uh, how long have you been out there? It was like, like for once you, once you moved back there, how long it's, has it been? Uh, I'm going to have to lie to you because, you know what I'm saying? I, I got other things going on. I, I don't really like giving like what like when I came, when I left. Oh no, I yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, no, right. I'm not trying to incriminate you. Uh, but it better been a little, a little while. You know what I'm saying? Just back and forth. Just, you know what I mean? Hey, that is. <laughs> we'll, we'll just we'll put we'll leave it at that. It's like. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So uh, our buddy uh, Ryan uh, hooked us up with you. Who's an old uh, co-host of us back there? How do you know Ryan? 
Oh, Ryan was in one of my uh, web series that I did. It's called When Day Gets Dark. Yeah, he's one of the actors uh, in my web series. Okay. And yeah. what was that? What was, so give us, give us a little, like, uh, summary of the web series. What was that like? Uh, so basically a crime drama. It's me in the streets going through a bunch of a bunch of hell, but trying to, you know what I mean, getting in trouble, digging my way out, finding myself in more trouble type of thing. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a crime drama. It's, it's a street drama. If you want to compare it to something, it'd probably be like The Wire or even Power. It's oh, like nice. A, I mean, wait, yeah, you know what I mean? Where you have like your, you see your cop side of things, but then you also see the street side of things. You know what I mean? So yeah, he was in that. I didn't know that he was a co-host on this show though. He just, uh, you know, referred me to you guys. I didn't know he was a co-host though. So that's new information to me. That's cool though. Yeah, I think we met him on Craigslist. Is that yeah. what we met him? Yeah. Years ago. We did. <laughs> we did. Yeah, and then we brought him on and we're like, because during the pandemic, we started doing that. We used to do the show live from a studio. And uh, yeah. we we're like, all right, we'll bring it on. And Ryan was, well, I was writing for the, uh, I was running this website called The Packy. And uh, yeah. he was writing, throwing some articles on there too. So we got, why you come on and join us one night? And then we kind of, for like a year straight, we were just kind of hanging out every Wednesday night, just shooting the shit. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, he's a good writer, though. The reason why I did the interview, because he did a write-up on my album, Love, Joy, Volume 1 and Volume 2. He did, a, he did a real dope write-up on that. So, And he wanted to do an interview, too. So I was like, yeah, let's do that, because he did a good job. You feel me? So, yeah. You know what I mean? So we yeah. can get your stuff. I'm looking at your website right now. So you yeah, get yeah. Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon. You pretty much get anywhere, right? Yeah, anywhere, anywhere at this point. Yep. And which... So which Love, Joy, did you just drop a new album or are you working on one right now? I draw volume one and volume two. I dropped it on my birthday, actually, August 28th. You know what I mean? It's an oh, emo nice. rap album. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I like how you have Naps. Is Naps still around? Oh, wow. I don't, really Naps. I don't know. Possibly. I just I just sent it off on Distro Kid. Distro Kid sent it to everybody. The bootlegger got it. Your sister got it. Everybody got it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Napster might be on the list. I don't know. Just go wherever, wherever they send it to. Yeah, that was funny because I, I, I browsed through it. I see Napster. I was like, "Wow!" I'm like, is that? I guess so. It looks like it's like a like Napster looks like it's all like legit now. It's not like it used to be back when we were kids. You know what I mean? Where you could just go on there and just download all the shit you wanted. Yeah, yeah, indeed. What um, what kind of differences do you see between the the music industry, how it's handled in the UK, and how it's handled here? Is there any big differences? I mean, well, it's definitely a difference, but. But like I was just telling somebody today, like the UK is building their own uh, base out here. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how hip hop is. Like hip hop move around. Like it's in LA one moment. It's in Atlanta one moment. It's in, it's been in Virginia one moment. That's why you got uh, the Pusha T's and the Pharrell's. And the, it's been in Miami with the Fat Joe's and the Rick Ross's. You know what I'm saying? So it just moves around. And, and yeah. I think right now it is kind of like moving around to London. But What's funny is like people in London, they don't see it that way though, you know what I'm saying? But I see it that way because I had a you know chance to see things on both sides of the fence, you know what I'm saying? But well, I'm seeing that. Hmm? I said, no, that's awesome that if you see it coming that way, that means you can you kind of manipulate the situation and take advantage of it because you see it before everybody else. So hopefully if that's true, then you're just going to be on top of it all, you know? I mean, definitely. I mean, if you look at people like even Drake, who's one of the biggest uh, rap artists in the world, <laughs> he's he's done, you know, features with UK artists. He's rapping like a UK artist doing drill music and all of that. So, of course, you know, it, it's intertwining right now. You know what I mean? No, it's true, though, because I DJ and when a lot of the song, I do a lot of house music and dance music and stuff like that. And most of the shit I get, it's 
I find it's coming from Europe or some part of Europe over there before it even touches the United States. And mm-hmm. a lot of like they don't pick it up on mainstream radio, like top 40 or anything like you don't you really don't get it unless you like listen to like XM or, you know, something like that. And you're really getting like really in tune to something particular type of music. And it could yeah. be months. It could be even years. I remember hearing like, you know, Calvin Harris back in the day before he even dropped over here in the United States. And it was probably a good year or two. I was playing his music. People were like, oh, what's that? I'm like, oh, it's this guy coming out of freaking Europe. You know, it's like it's, it's it's so weird. It takes so long for it to come over. But I wonder if it's just because of like. I don't know, maybe United States record companies have this kind of niche and they kind of have this model they have to fit and everything has to be cookie cutted and stuff like that. And they don't really like to adventure out and experiment with anything new or take a chance. I think it's kind of like they like to stay like on their comfort zone and like, yeah. you know, people they know. And unless someone's really given big, you know, a lot of turbulence out there or some, you know, being well known, they don't want to even take a chance on it. Yeah, well, I think streaming just changed a lot of that. So, you know, you know, mainstream radio might be for whatever area that's for, but now we're streaming. Mm-hmm. Streaming is worldwide now, you know what I'm saying? So streaming definitely changed the game. So that's kind of like uniting everything. As, yeah. as I see, you feel me? No, it's definitely changed everything. I remember, I remember there was a time, it felt like not that long ago, where it was believed that, like, if you wanted to make it in music, you had to come to the United States. And that's just not true anymore. Not true, no. You know, it's not true at all. Yeah. And that's why I'm not in a rush to get back because I can really do a lot from right here. Right here, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is why I do everything. Like, this is why I made my albums. I mix and master my own albums. Do everything in here. Edit my own films. Do everything right here, you know what I mean? And to go out to the world, you dig? So we definitely in a different place right now. And I'm from a different era. Like, I started way earlier. I started when it wasn't like this. I started when somebody really did need to do this for you and do that for you. But now you can do it for yourself. And it, and it, and really, and not with just music, just with life. Period. Like you can just be an entrepreneur in so many different ways, so many ways to get money, so many ways to link up and with different people all around the world now. Even with just social media, like social media got a lot of negative things, but it's a lot of positive things too. To just connect with whoever you want to connect with, you know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. different nowadays from from how I was started. You know what I mean? So yeah. Uh, I do wonder if like free services, you know, where you can listen to music for free on say like Spotify, if it, I understand like it helps with exposure, but does it help with sales? Like I, 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 you would hope that one connects to the other, but at the same time, it's like, oh, well, if I can listen to that for free, why am I going to pay the money for it? But I mean, really, that's one thing I've been trying to understand. I really don't even understand that. I don't even want to admit that on public radio, but I don't understand the sale aspect. Like they say Drake sold 600 and something thousand records. And I'm like, I, I, but that's not all sales. They intertwine out with streams. Yeah. So nobody's buying CDs. Like, so no. I don't even understand it no more. Either, but, but it ain't even about sales no more. It's about streams. We changing the S word from sales to streams. You know what yeah, I'm contracts and yeah. No, it's true. Because back in the day, remember you used to have to buy a, a fucking full album with like 12 songs on it, right? Now, and then they sometimes they'd release the singles, right? And then you have like maybe four. And they could keep statistics that way. But like when you say an album sale, like when I DJ, I'll, I'll go on like iTunes. I'll just pick and choose the songs I want. I don't download the full albums if I need it. You know what I mean? So yeah, like yeah. how do they break that down and stuff? But like you said, the streaming thing is the key because you used to have to go to a recording studio. You used to have some engineer that knew who he was doing. You had to do Now all you do is pop up your laptop and there's enough software and mixes and stuff and ways to do it yourself. You don't need anyone anymore but yourself. You could be in your room by yourself. And create all the beats, create all the overtones, do the mixing, do the effects, put it on the internet and send it out, put it on iTunes and you're done. 
You know, and you I mean, that's what y'all doing right now. I mean, what, what y'all at right now? Y'all in your house doing the podcast yeah. and it, y'all interviewing me in the UK. Like, right. so just, you know what I mean? Just do what you do. That's There's crazy. really no excuses nowadays, honestly, for anything you want to do. It just really putting your mind to it at this point. And Make- it's just going to continue to advance and technology going to continue to grow and you got to grow with it or you're going to be left behind, period. Yeah. This was like ages ago. If we wanted to communicate, like we'd have to send a letter and then it would get no. there. And then you'd write a letter and then it would take about like two months back and forth in total. To be, oh, this is what's well, like, going on in the UK. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, like two years ago, if we wanted to do on the show, we'd have to get a fucking phone line in here. You would have to call a line, and especially from another country. You would have to, you know, it wouldn't be as, I mean, it's unbelievable. I remember the first time we had a guest on the show. He was calling, he was joining us from like Central America, right? And I was like, holy shit. I'm like, well, that's pretty impressive. Okay. I mean, we had people call in that we knew from back in the day and stuff from like around the country, but it wasn't anything like that. But it's like someone's joined us virtually with a video from like, you know, yeah. 7,000, 8,000 miles away. It's just like, it's, it, and we're used to, we're, we're used to the, the, the way we started was in the studio. We'd be in the studio, Adam and I would be facing each other. We'd have a guest come in. A music guest would be in the, the mixer room floor and stuff. You know what I mean? And right, now right. it's just like, you don't need that shit anymore. You could be any. I could, I could be in Florida. Adam could be in in Antarctica. It's true. And here you are in yeah. London. And we just call it a day and the show <laughs> together. You know, a few mixing, a little editing, and here you go. He <laughs> done the good. You know. Indeed, brother. For sure. So, but so. Yeah, uh, oh, so go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying. I want y'all to get my album, man. Love Drug Volume One and Volume Two is a very dope project that I put together, and I'm dropping two more albums for the year. And Alone in London and Glitter Man, you know what I'm saying? I understand emo rap ain't for everybody, you dig? And then I'm following that up with Glitter Man, which is really what they want. I know that's what they want. They want that They want that street shit, that trap shit. I'm going to get it. Can I cuss on here? I know I can cuss. Cause no, you you can cuss, go for it. Go for oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> so look, yeah, that Glitter Man shit dropping in the summer. And before that, I'm dropping Alone in London. You know what I mean? But if oh, you shit. is with the real vibes that get high with your female vibes, Listen like to Love Drug, and it might it might surprise you what may happen. I done seen some magical things happen while playing my album, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I can go into these, I can go into stories, but I don't know how much time we got. And they <laughs> magical shit about to happen right now. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I'm pretty sure that this ain't a uh, an X-rated uh, podcast, so no. I might have to uh, you know dip off before they get bored. You know what I'm saying? So no. like, even right now, you did. What's <laughs> already leaving? What's no, but hey, I, I might be working on a second kid, so I'm, I, I might have to start streaming your music tonight to make sure this works right. So it does work. Hey, look, money back guarantee, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> money back guarantee, and it's free. So you know, yeah, she's homegirls behind you. She's like, "What's going on?" She's like, oh. "I like looking guys like some guy." froze like, up a little bit. She's lady. staring at us like she wants to like jump through the screen and like kill us. Yeah, I, she. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. <laughs> Staring at us in the background, hanging out. No, I'll definitely check it out. I, I listen no, to cool. everything, man. I, yeah, I no. Know. So tell us, tell everyone how you can get your stuff. Like, where are they gonna go? Where's the where, where are we going to find your stuff? Uh, well, if you want to contact me uh, directly, you can hit me up on Instagram. That's my name is Law. That's is with a Z. Uh, you know what I mean. And if you want to check out the music, man, it's everywhere. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. It's on YouTube. So wherever, wherever you get music from, type in Law X and find your stuff. You have yeah, any shows coming up? Yeah. What's that? Do you have any uh, any shows coming up? 
So I just put together my band right now. So, you know, oh, that's what we're working on right now. We orchestrating our music. And one thing I like about my band is they want to perfect everything. I'd be like, this is good. Let's go to the next one. That's record. awesome. Yeah. Finding they guys who like, care. Oh, we need to do this six more days to make sure it's tight. And I'll be like, this shit done. Did you not hear this shit? And they be like, nah, we need to. So yeah, man, I got I got the perfect people. They the dopest uh band on the planet, man. You know, I'm not that's awesome. Well, you can work together in any profession with people who actually give a shit and like actually want to make something better. It just makes it that much more awesome. That's awesome, dude. Exactly, exactly. So that's what we're working on right now, and it's gonna be major for sure. Cool. Yes, on Instagram, my name is Law I Z. You get his websites right on there on his bio. You can click on there, get all the information you need listen to you your music yeah thank you very much for joining us tonight it was awesome talking yeah, man you. i know it's late over there we appreciate you coming join us if you come up to new england and you're up here let us know and we'll be more than happy okay. definitely you live so definitely y'all take care y'all, y'all enjoy y'all rest of y'all thursday night all right man take care have a good one all right brother I go dark. My screen yeah, went yeah, dark. Yeah, you, you went dark for a second. I go? Let's see. You're, you're, you're there. You're just, I can hear you. Hey, right? Yeah. You were too. You were too much to ha- handle. <laughs> hey, you are I'm back. Nice guy. Cool guy. Law X. Check him out. My <laughs> name <laughs> is Law instead of I S. It's I Z. Check him out. We'll have him on the if the. Uh, the link if you're watching this on uh, YouTube or uh, iTunes, his uh, website will be on the link below. Check that out. Join us from South London, England. And uh, I feel like I almost incriminated him asking where how many times he's uh, been back and forth across the, the pond, if you will. So it looked um, like for, uh, he was about to go have some fun. You know what I'm saying? He did not look like he's not going to have a good night. Yeah, he looked but, like oh, he was. I mean, they're all, there was all, was they all chicks there. Yeah, it's all chicks. It's all, three, it's all girls. All three checks. The lights down low. He said, and, and uh, I'm I'm not a member of the um, FDA, but I am only <laughs> suggesting that perhaps if his music is thing. playing in the background, you may be able to conceive. Mm. I think that's what he was implying. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, that, there was that one chick who was like sitting there staring at the at the end of the camera from far away. And I thought she was going to like knife me through the. That should be the <laughs> That would be nice in the show if you just start getting, you know, it's like, she's like, yeah, just start getting it on. Yeah, I mean, you get dropped from Facebook almost instantly. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. With Facebook. I mean, Facebook sucks, anyways. But just kidding, Facebook. I like. Does any did the people still use Periscope? Remember we used it that one time, and people were <laughs> commenting through like the whole episode. Is we should probably try that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Periscope's still around, I think, right? I don't know. I, that was I liked that feature, how like it would just pop up like that. Through the- well, I started using Periscope because uh, a couple of friends of mine um, were using it to. I think I told you they were they were doing drawings on Friday night on Periscope. Like they were just doing freehand drawings. They had this like apparatus to like to like film what they were drawing. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, so I was like, oh, let me try it out. But there's a lot of following. I guess I still have the app. I guess we could try it out. The only problem I have is Facebook makes things. So we don't have enough viewers. on. We don't have enough subscriptions on YouTube to go YouTube live. Because I think you need to make the minimum. You know what I mean? We're yeah. not even close to that. Well, but like 
like Facebook and YouTube have the ability so you could do what we do with a, through a mixer boy, through a camera, through a multi, you know, like almost like a different system. Because if uh, we did it in Periscope, I don't think I would be able to get you through it unless there's a way I could fight, feed this feed. I don't know. I remember the, the one time I used Periscope was because I <laughs> I wanted to watch the Mayweather Conor McGregor fight. Yeah. And I wasn't going to pay. Remember, at the, it was ridiculous. It was the, the price. It was like $80. Oh, yeah. Someone Fuck had it. their camera set up on the TV, right? That's like, why, like, I doubt, I'm like, I'm sure some assholes are going to try to do it that way. So sure enough, I download Periscope and I'm flipping through. And there were people brought, every, a lot of feeds kept getting cut out like that. But there were a few that kept, were able to keep it the whole fucking fight. And I just watched it through Periscope. I've done that with, uh, like, football games on Sunday, too. Like, they'll they'll stream, like. Facebook sometimes does that and they can get away with it for a little while, but I know they cut them off after a while. Like yeah. I, I know during the pandemic I was doing like a DJ set and I was just playing music over Facebook through my mixer, through the boy, through the camera and stuff. And I was just kind of doing and like half hour into it. They would keep cutting me off because it was licensed material and stuff like that. Well, people are idiots because like on Periscope, if you, you know, you see those hearts, like when people like things, you can yeah. have those hearts flutter up. Well, it's like people would start writing, like, stop doing that because it's going to attract attention. If yeah. you, all there's like 900 hearts because people are liking what they see, what do you think is going to happen? The fucking feed's going to get cut, you know, and that's what kept happening. Idiots. But we'll find a way. Like I was telling you about like the NFL package, like to watch the games. There's websites out there that you could stream the games live free on the internet. You know what I mean? If you just dig deep enough, you can find it. I mean, anything's free on the internet. I mean, you can you, find you, it. It might take a little work and you might, yeah. you know, you might get a virus doing it, but you can find it. There was this one stream. I use a different one now, but the original one I used to use, um, it basically was so overseas. There's like the, um, the military network for TV and stuff like this, basically. So like the people overseas, when they have their time off, they can log on and they can watch like, you know, the Patriots game from friggin Afghanistan. Right. When they were, when we were over there or something. So this website actually was a middleman between the real feeds and the military network and was able to steal their feed and put it on the Internet. So like on oh, Sundays, wow. we had all the football games for all the military bases that wanted to watch, you know, the games. And because, you, I mean, you've seen it before. Like, you'd be like, oh, like this troop is live from like Iraq. And then to be in a tent watching the football game, you know, what I mean, through a satellite feed sometimes. Yes. Basically, it was like taking that feed and like just distributing it to everyone instead of them. But um, it's not as easy as it was back in the day where you just need like a scrambler and you can figure it out, you know, but you can still find a lot of shit. Don't. Not through Google. If you go to DuckDuckGo and start like typing things in, like freetv.us.tc stuff like that, you can find you can still find stuff. Uh, you, you're gonna risk your computer or whatever you're using getting a virus, but you can find it. DuckDuckGo is great. I've been starting to use that more in Google. Google's just ridiculous, and they're algorithm. They'll they'll like um, what they call it, shadow ban stuff too. Yeah, you know that new term. I learned that term last week. But shadow ban, and apparently, is when uh, a corporation or something will ban or like hide your stuff without actually banning it altogether. So yeah. you gotta look for it. Yeah. Yeah. And Google is like, who's duck that go on by their own corporation. Uh, someone must. Let me see who owns. Because most people know Google. Most people know Yahoo. And those are like super liberal owned. Well, see, see, don't see you're doing the tribalism thing. I don't like that. The whole liberal, whatever. I, I yeah. always take information in, but don't process it as facts. Just, you got to yeah. always do it. You know, uh, who runs that like a uh, core service on Oh, God. Damn it. Does. Oh, God. Someone's asking if Google owns it. 
Oh, oh god. That would be fucking that'd be that would be that that would be actually pretty good on Google's term. Like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. So do you want the conservative uh views or do you want the open internet? Can you That's access a- web from DuckDuckGo? Well, here's the thing. Yeah, you can. You have you the you have to download the the torrent to actually get to the dark web through DuckDuckGo. Um, I've used I've I've used it. It's that's you wanna, how you have to get there. Do you think we should broadcast the show in the dark web? It's fine. The, the, it sounds more sinister than it really is. Like it's it's really yeah. No. They have electricity there, so there's light there, so it's not really dark. So the thing is, is though I understand Google doesn't necessarily shadow, but it's more because that's what people are searching for because it's the popular thing. So DuckDuckGo does not show search results. For content farms, it uses various API of other websites to show quick results to queries for traditional links. Uh, so what does that mean? It means partners. it's partnered with Bing. OK, which is owned by Microsoft. Yeah, uh, the company is based in Paoli, Pennsylvania, and has 136 employees as of August 2021. Very recently. So it's a bit. Uh, so it's a Bing without. They don't. So it's a, it's a instead of using an algorithm like Google would use, they just use most popular searches type of thing. It Bonner. just says traditional links is used to help of its partners. And then in parentheses, mainly Bing it says hmm. and its own crawler. I don't know what a crawler is. Interesting. I mean, I know how search engines used to work back in the day, like when Yahoo. Remember Alta Vista, Yahoo, Excite. <laughs> <and all laughs> Alta right? Vista, yeah. And they were all based on they, they had no algorithm. They were based on popularity of the website. So if you went to a particular website more often, that would, you know, bring it up to the top of the list. You know, and I remember and you remember you used to search. You go to Yahoo and search for something. You go to Alta Vista, you search for something. You go to Excite, you'd search for something. Right. Yeah. What are the other ones? Oh, God, I have so many of them. Net zero. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, ask Jeeves, right? You go to those ones. <laughs> like, remember that? Ask, yes. Then it turned into ask.com. Yes. Okay. It's owned by Gabriel Weinberg, Jewish. And mm. uh, yeah, it just says owner, DuckDuckGo Inc. It's not working today. Says it's a Jewish holiday. Hey, parent. That at sundown, right? Rosh Hashanah. Is that what it's saying? Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah, that might be. That's a fascinating. Here on the Audi at Evo Show, we like to celebrate all religions in their holidays. So we make yes. sure we make a point to tell you if our show falls in the holiday. So that means if so, they're fast. And I don't think they can use technology either. So they can't drive or anything after sunset. So that means they're watching the show. But that actually brings up a great point. This show is also available on demand anytime you like. So if you are celebrating a religious holiday and you can't watch this live, we suggest that maybe once the religious holiday is over and you do want to watch this show, you can go to various websites like YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. And stuff of that nature, Podbean, Facebook, you know. Well, interesting because the the Jewish community have these wires that go up all around New York, and they they're to like it's like a fishing line. I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're in a lot of major cities, and they're very small. But it has to do with uh, it's. You should look at. I should send you something on. I don't want to. Uh, it's called the Eruv, the E R U V. It's like an invisible boundary. Uh, but like it's for the Jewish community and it's like where business can and can't be conducted. Oh, I heard holidays. I've seen this before. Yes, I've, I've this is something I've done. I've I've not seen in person, but I've heard about this. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's like well, you're putting up like caution tape, like on a crime scene. Like, yeah, you can't yeah. go over here, but you can go over here. They're fucking everywhere. I, I've seen them before. I just didn't know what it was. I remember looking up and telling me, what the fuck is that? So it's like a fishing line. <laughs> It's not like when you drive through like Lynn or Lawrence and you see the shoes on the telephone. I, I found out what that was as a young kid with the shoes on the town, the uh, electrical wires. Being. Drug dealer. Yeah. yeah. My mother had to tell me that. And I, I, I go, I go, Ma, why are people putting their perfectly good shoes 
up on the telephone lines. Yeah, I mean, I always thought it was someone just to be funny, like get rid of their old shoes. I thought so too. And then I, there's a reason for it. But now I guess that's obsolete because now that we have technology. I mean, this is before cell phones and text messaging and stuff like this. You know? Yeah. Seems yeah, like probably. a really investment to like ruin a pair of shoes. So like, and then like, how did that go down? Like, you just knock on the door, and be like, "Hey, I seen the shoes out out front." Or do you just like hang out underneath them and wait for somebody to come to you? Maybe. You know, I, but wouldn't like cops know that uh, where drugs are being sold though? Yeah, <laughs> I would think, right? Yeah, so secretive. This seems like on the DL, you know. What I mean? like, yeah, there must be a new thing now. That must be like a, an early nineties thing. I wonder what it is now. I mean, I've worked at the bar a few times where drug dealers would just sit there all night, and then they did their transactions via text, and then they'd go to the parking lot and do their thing, and they wouldn't bother anyone. They'd just sit there and have a beer and watch the game and disappear for fifteen minutes to do what they had to do. I used to know people that would just change the color of their porch light. Oh, that's interesting. Well, that's, that goes for hookers, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the, the, the red light usually represents a prostitute of some sort there. And we found this out by um, by the police when they sang, Roxanne, you don't have to put on the red light. Uh, it's the red light. person later created the red roof in. Well, <laughs> funny you say that. Not the red roof in, but the, um, the old um, colony in. County, what the fuck was it called? It was up in Peabody. Now it's a garbage facility plant, but it was a motel. I feel it was like the old colony hotel, and it was like a motel. And when we were in uh, college, we went driving one day, and someone I know was like, "Hey, I think this hook is working here." And I'm like, "How do you know?" I'm like, "Well, I read it in the back of. Um, do you remember um, W uh, AF WFNX had the uh, the Phoenix newspaper that came out all the time?" And on the back, yeah. there was the adult Phoenix where they had the escorts and stuff like this. Yes, I do remember that. So one of my buddies called up on the escorts and it said Peabody. And they're like, oh, where are you located? And they're like, it was like the not the town line. And it was like the old colony and whatever like that. I got to Google what the name of it was. And we're like, oh, OK. And like when you get into the parking lot, give us a call. So I'm like, what the fuck? I go, well, how do you know where to go? So we're driving around and there was like all these motels. With, they replaced the light bulbs with red lights. And then we looked into it and you realize if the red light's off, that means they're in business, but it's like a vacancy. Yes. And the red light's on, that means, I mean, we didn't venture into because, I mean, what the, what are we going to do? Chip in three of us for a hand job? You know, we probably had 150 bucks between the three of us. I'm like, that's going to go real far. Everybody gets two strokes each. Yeah. It's like, how do you, <laughs> how do you yeah, exactly. By time or stroking, because either way, it's not going to work very much. Yeah. But if you go to, um, we, I was in, uh, in France, I went to the what the hell is it called? The uh, not the red light district, but it's called the um, oh, like the Mola Rouge is there and stuff like that. It's like where, where all that shit's legal and stuff, you know what I mean? I forget the hell is it called the sex area in, in Paris. You could probably Google and find out what it was called. Yeah, we, we, we got off the train, we walked around there, and you walk into these places, and there's like menus, it's like legal prostitution, I guess. The, Mont- the Montmartre district. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, it was weird. Hmm. I guess they called it the red light district when we were there too. I guess I don't know, but yeah, I mean it's Europe though. We should have asked a, a boy LRX because he would have told us that at uh, Europe is more laid back on that shit. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, not so uptight. Conservatives don't like that no. sex, but which you are. You're, you're you're a conservative with also very some. I'm like more of a libertarian, libertarian, I believe. 
you're I don't know you in the office you're you seem extremely conservative <laughs> so you, you start I mean, spotting off about things sometimes I'm like but I, I'm, I'm like I think people should be able to do drug like legal stuff like that I think you should be able to yeah, prostitution it's regulated uh, prostitution the uh, the abortion thing I'm open to regulations and stuff and such situations um I don't like taxes yeah and, I'm, I'm more conservative I'm not super religious but I'm like I, I'd say I'm over moderate I'm in the middle I, I mean I, I feel like that's most of the people in the country though if you pulled most of the people in this country there are very few people who are far left and far right most people are in the middle most people are able to compromise and be like adults right yeah like if there was a candidate that was like in the middle and people were like, yeah, this is the, it, but it'll never happen because they were so fixed on these two parties. Right. True. What you really need is a third party and it's someone in the middle of both sides. And that's the person that would win every time because everyone I think I, I feel like 70 percent of this country is is just like you and I. They're in the middle. We can and we could find a common ground to agree on some point or another. You know, what I mean, whether it's not 100 percent agreeable, but you could meet in the middle. Yeah, the framework is there. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not the way it's set up to be. It's either set up for extreme one way or the other way. And then the, sometimes, you, and I mean, just look at the polls. When fifty percent of the country goes one way and fifty percent goes the other way, it's true. It's 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 a it's a country divided. That will it that it's very tough to cross that bridge. It's very true. Man. And the only two solutions are develop a third party that's somewhat a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, and go from there, which will never happen because they like the power in, in the swamp, or just split up, become two different countries. And everyone, every state, like I said, every state has a ballot and you vote. Do you want to succeed and become your own country or do you not? And if you vote yes on question one, yes, I want to succeed and become my own country. And then the second question is what country, what you have two choices, what side do you want to go to? And then you answer accordingly. And if the majority of question one wins, then it goes to question two and the states break up and they call it a day. You split the money and then. You basically go, all right, we're just starting from scratch. And then you just develop a whole new government system. I mean, it's as simple as that. I mean, in reality, it will be an almost an even split. You would see like the whole self east will break off. Right. And then it would break off and then go up north into like the Midwest. Right. So you'd have this weird. I think the, the blue would be kind of divided. You would have to go through one. You would have to go over the red to get to. The yeah, blue. I could wrap my head around this all night. Yeah, I, I agree with you, though. But, but then there maybe there's three different countries because I think East Coast liberal <laughs> people are a lot different than West Coast liberal people, right? So maybe there's a whole divide there. Maybe there's three different countries. I don't know. And where's Hawaii go? I don't I know, do- man. I don't know. It's wild. It is wild. That's the things we think about. It is. That's the things you should think about. After you after you click yes, oh yeah, click yes. Hit the hit the thumbs up button if you're watching this on YouTube. Leave a comment for the algorithm so we get brought up. Please do, everybody. Yes. And uh, subscribe to the Whirlwind Potato. Check it out. Go. Yeah, it's just kind of hanging out there for now. Yeah. Back at some point. Don't know when. I'll just drop one on you. I won't even. I won't even. Yeah. Tease it. It'll just be out there. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Bob from a uh, blockbuster. Brett. 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 Blockbuster Brett. <laughs> blockbuster Brett. He needs to come back. Make a comeback tour. But uh, all you guys watching us on a YouTube live tonight, I mean, a YouTube, uh, Facebook live tonight. Thank you. If you watch on YouTube, appreciate that. Subscribe, leave a comment, iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. Until next week, y'all have a good week and we'll see you later. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Bye. Peace out, motherfuckers.